everyone, Dave and Jeff. It is February 10th, 2020, the day after the Oscars. <laughs> day after the Oscars. Dave, I'm so excited. I have my mail-in ballot yes. in my hand, and it's just, it's it's incredible. You and I have talked about this for years and years and years, and now we see it right there on the ballot. Zoltan Isvan is running for president. He's God the guy damn. that played for the, the Galaxy, right? I think so. <laughs> look at that. Uh, uh, yeah, dude, look at some of these fucking assholes that are on this ballot. So when great. does that ballot do? I have to do the same thing. Uh, you have to have it mailed in by March third. Okay. And so you look at some names, and and where I am, I can vote for the county committee for the seventy seventh seventy seventh assembly. Vote for no more than six. You want to help me with this? I looked at my <laughs> sample ballot. Yes. And there's no information on any of these people. Michael Allman. Uh, is he one of the Allman it brothers? sure is. Well, fuck. Cher okay. used to fuck him. Who did? Cher. Is that right? Yep. Well, congratulations, Michael. She does go Greg first and then Michael second. Oh, no shit. Okay, you got one of my six. <laughs> uh, next is T.J. Zane, school board trustee. Remember, we only have six. Yep. Kelly Hillard. Miles Himmel. From 760, son of Larry Himmel, he gets my trip? vote. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't know that. Therese Watson, Lynette J. Williams, Carl DeMaio, not a fucking chance. No chance. Fuck not face. a fuck. Angry Thanks, Carl. Piece of shit. You fucking dipshit. Jeff's sitting there trying to be nice to you. You yeah. go and fucking basically go to HR. Fuck off. Fuck off. I was there. I witnessed the whole thing. I'm going to vote for the three people above him and the three people below him. Good. <laughs> Uh, but it's great, and I hope everybody does it. We won't go through the whole thing. We'll just kind of find some people that I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck you are, but you happen to have a cool spot on the post, so we'll vote for that and that. Everything else I was pretty educated on, so I felt good. But, uh, yeah, anybody but DeMaio. You know, I think, honestly, we're going to see a record number of voters this year. And and I know yeah. they say that all the time. You just got to get out and vote. I, I'm not all for just get out and vote if you're not going to do your fucking homework. Right. I, I don't want your fucking vote to count the same as mine. Yeah. Because I watch all the fucking debates, you yeah, asshole. Yeah, you assholes. <laughs> I definitely don't want that. I want you to educate yourself, take a little bit of time, and then yeah. fucking go out and vote, whichever way that is. The reason it will be a record is... Either you're, you're definitely one side or the other. And right now, there are people that are extremely angry, and there are people that are extremely happy. Right. And that's why you're going to see either they want things to stay the same and hopefully grow, or they're going to say, you're going to have that people that are going to say, I just want things to change I need dramatically. To change. Yep, and I need to make a vote because I trusted all these other assholes. Yeah. Dave, what would you say the date was today? Today is February 10th. 2, 10, 20. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, my my ballot's done. Good. I felt good about it. We'll drop it off in the mail tonight, and off we go. So hopefully all of you do it as well. Just uh, like Dave said, it, it doesn't just vote. Make sure you're educated. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Didn't you hear how Jeff did it? Yeah. Jeff's a hate voter. Well, <laughs> look, I'm not voting for Scott Sherman. Yeah, I'll tell good. you that. Do not vote for him. Easily one of the least impressive people we've ever met. One of the main reasons the Chargers aren't in right. town. Right. Him and Faulkner. Yeah. And, and Tony Hawk. And Tony Hawk. 
And I'm not voting for him either for skateboard yeah, assembly. Uh, he's out. But DeMaio, ah. Uh, and I, sorry, man, I couldn't vote for Corey Briggs either. Anybody yeah. who spends that much time suing the city yeah. and just fuck. Sorry, dude. I don't believe you're doing everything you can to make San Diego a better place. Okay, you And he'll just probably up, fucking win. You just brought up a great point. It might be one of the most amazing things I think I've ever seen in my 31 years of being here. There's always that guy. Right. In Briggs, this fucking city. Mike Aguirre. And there's uh, one before. Uh, Bruce Henderson. Bruce Henderson. Dick Ryder. Dude, Dick Ryder. You just named four guys. How does that happen? That doesn't happen in any other major we city. We beat the shit out of those guys. Exactly. I think, How does that those guys just step and fuck everything for everybody? Yeah, I don't like any of them. Like, <laughs> there are plenty of people that you disagree with, and yeah. you go, hey, I just disagree. Yeah. Right? You're a Dodger fan. You're a nice yeah. sitter every fucking I'm not night. a miserable fuck. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'll give you a perfect example. I'm listening to Darren today. Yeah. Listening to Darren today, and I almost texted him because he's talking about the XFL. And he goes, you know, it's not my thing. And if I didn't know him, I'm like, what a whiny yeah. little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but I started laughing, and I'll tell you why. About a year ago, might be a little longer. Yeah. About a year ago, I was in a really, really fucking bad place. Yeah. You guys know it. I've told you the story. And that fucking kid took me to the high dive, and we got hammered. And it was fucking great. It was fucking great. And I will always be thankful to him for what he did. But I was this close to texting him today and going, if I didn't know you're a good fucking egg, I'd tell you, shut the fuck up. But he is a good dude. He's a good fucking dude. And uh, like I said, it just made me laugh. I just don't know, Dave, a year and a half ago when Darren fucking stepped up, you stepped up, Stevie Woods, Costa, all the guys that are family to me. And Darren is. Yeah. Uh, like if Corey Bricks called or Mike Aguirre called and they're like, hey, we're going to go over to Bruce's house. I'd be like, hey, what are you, are you trying to put me in Mexico? Is that the is that the goal? Are you trying to make me snap? Uh, where Darren's like, hey, let's go to high dive. And we had a fucking great time. Yep. So, um, yeah, I just don't. I just don't think any of those guys are the guys where you're like, yeah, I want to go fucking when yeah. you're when you're no. fighting the fight. Those guys just get in the DeMaio. way. Yeah, those guys just get in the fucking way. Yeah. Now, here's the, here's the crazy thing to me. I can't vote for, I don't live, I used to live in La Mesa, where we kept voting in that dipshit Duncan Hunter. Yeah. And now you've got Daryl Issa running against uh, DeMaio. Yeah. Now the the kid who's the Democrat is leading and and should win. He should win if that district is smart. That's who they'll vote for. Guy who grew up out there knows it. Smart. Dude, I lived in Deme uh, yeah. La Mesa thirteen no, years. Not La Mesa. I never saw Daryl Issa yeah. walking around. I never saw Demaya walking around. And I know that fiftieth district covers a huge spot. It covers La Mesa. And I never saw any of those guys when they're talking about this massive, obnoxious apartment building right up the street from my old house that is going to completely demolish and fuck up La Mesa if they let this thing go through. 
I never saw DeMaio there. I yeah. never saw Isa there. At least this dude who's running uh, is from East County yeah. and knows it. But here's the wild thing on that race. Isa keeps running commercials where it shows newspaper clippings re- referring to DeMaio as gay. Wow. And so Carl, who's been very open about yeah. his life, is like, hang on. What's that all about? What's that? <laughs> like, are you playing the hate card? And then you watch Isa. Hey, Carl's been very open about his life. Carl's been very open that he yeah. was gay. And to me, it is old school, like 1988. 19... Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Hopefully both yeah, I'm of I'm not them. in favor of that one either. That's ridiculous. Right. So, uh, again, you can vote for anybody you want, Republican or Democrat. Yeah. I, I couldn't care less. Make sure it's an educated vote. I would just say for it feels like those two guys all of a sudden are the guys that move into the district because yeah. they want the job. Yeah, it's the best chance to win. Right. I don't know that I'm hard-pressed to believe either guy has my kids' uh, best interest at heart. They live in that district. Yeah. So, yeah, and goddamn if I'll ever vote for a guy like Briggs. Because like I said, the guy just could be a good dude. But all he does is sue the city yeah. and sue everybody. Uh, hey, I'm trying to protect you, Dave and Jeff. Uh, well, you lose a lot, <laughs> it seems like. But I don't know. Maybe maybe Briggs gets yeah. in and does amazing things, and I'd be happy to say I was wrong. I, I just I cannot personally yeah. fill in the oval next to that guy's name or Scott Sherman's name or any of these other fucking meatheads that show up on this ballot. Scott Sherman couldn't have been more out of touch with this whole Charger thing, hey. more than anybody else, more so than anything else when we were so worried about is that are the Chargers leaving because the NFL leave forever? He was so quick to say, hey, don't fucking worry about it. I'll be on a plane to Jackson. We'll bring right. back the Jags. Yeah. And they're like, well, you're paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, this guy well, doesn't understand. None of us wanted the Jags anyway. No. They, Faulkner's the worst. I mean, Faulkner is just the epitome of, of an empty suit. Yeah. Just an empty suit. Got nothing done. Didn't get the convention center done. Didn't get the stadium deal done. And all of a sudden now you look and you go, well, he's California's best chance for governor. And a dipshit like that would fall up. He, um, you know, j- just like we've said before, you sit there and you watch that guy. And I'll never forget. He called me on my birthday once. That was crazy. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Well, what else yeah. do you have to do? I, it's true. But I'm sitting there going, I just don't like the guy because he sits right on the fence. And this goes whichever right. way is more popular. He's so Went afraid in with of people. all those soccer city yeah. guys. Within, j- just so everyone remembers, when the when the Chargers announced they were leaving on January twelfth, yeah, on January fifteenth, on that Monday, he had the soccer plan ready to go, and that blew up. Yes. So this fucking guy. Oh, what a wreck! <laughs> what a wreck! The city sometimes, man. I just sit there and I shake my head. I go, man, we're supposed to be a major city, and we got and, uh, four guys that Jeff just named off. And you wonder, how did those four guys get in the way? If that was New York City, if that was Inglewood. Yeah, James Butts ain't doing that shit. No way. No way. Um, hard day today. Hard day today is the Chargers and Phil Rivers make it official. I with, thought it was already done. That's what was weird well, to me. Well, I mean, it had been said, but yeah. today it became official. When you move the family out 
and you go. And I'll just say this. I didn't particularly cheer for that team. But, man, I sure cheered for that guy. Oh, I did too. I cheered for that guy. And I I just I look at that organization and I blame all of you that are the fans that none of you did any. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> that ownership group just, that man, they cannot figure it out. And no, they treated. They never goes will. all the way back to Dan Fouts. Yeah. And everybody in between. Kellen Winslow. Oh, my gosh. Junior, Rodney. Yeah. Uh I, no, they. I, I mean, I don't feel like they mistreated right. Gates. I just feel like, but just Rivers, he's never yeah. going to come back. Where are you going to hang his number? No, not going to hang his number in SoFi. No, you're 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 100 right on that. You know, I didn't realize the way the Chargers did things for years. I mean, you and I were doing Charger talk, and I remember one of my first questions when we had Dean on I asked a Kellen Winslow question. Mm. And all you guys, you and Brian Wilson, whoa, 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 what the fuck are you doing off yeah, there? what are you doing? Don't you know? And I, I had no idea there was an issue. Kellen Winslow was my first favorite Charger when I was a mm. kid. Had his jersey. I was the only guy in Tennessee with this god dang Steve Garvey jersey, Padres, and uh, Kellen Winslow jersey. What a loser. I was a fucking loser. And, uh, and I'm sitting there going, Kellen <laughs> Winslow is my guy. Yeah. I had no idea there was a bad ending to that whole relationship. And then Kellen hated the fucking Chargers. All right, I want to ask you, because nobody, who was I watching on the Oscars last night? I was watching somebody on the Oscars, and I don't know who it was, but she came on, and I was like, Palais will immediately deem her a bad lay. Laura Dern? Laura Dern! (laughs) That's exactly it! Oh, my God, it was, we were on a group text watching the Oscars, which was great. It was me, Costa, Woods, and you showed yeah. up every now and then. I know I was busy doing something, but I, I was trying to jump in when I could. But Mike and Steve were, were so, killing me. They're too they're fast. They're so great. So we were having a great time, and then Laura Dern jumped on. I was like, Laura Dern, bad leg, yeah. pal leg. No, no evidence to back it up at all, but you just throw it out about uh, my girl Jen Aniston, yeah. right, who will show up later in the show. Yeah. But I have a question for you because you're always yeah. quick to make yeah. these very bold statements with no facts to back yeah, them up. Yeah, just I a theory. Like. Just a theory. Winslow in Miami, faking it? What, 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 what? <laughs> Kellen Winslow in Miami, coming off the oh, carry, oh, 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 carry it okay, off the gotcha. field. Oh, hell, I thought we were jumping to his kid. Um, no, no, no. Okay. Not weirdo kid. <laughs> Senior. Did he um, fake it in Miami? Fuck, man. I tell you what, though. He played so well that even if he faked it, he deserved to fake it. It <laughs> I was. I mean, dude, I'm one of those There's guys. No way he that is that. That, is, that was it, awesome. That is as good of a game as I've ever seen in my life, ever. I mean, I, I remember I was a little kid, and it just yeah. was just. That's when I went out and bought the fucking jersey, I, I think. I just got here. I mean, man. it was incredible. I, I fucking loved it. I became a huge fan that day. I just thought it was cool as hell. Um I, yeah, I, I don't know if he was faking it. I know you listened to Laz and Bauer and all those guys. Look, you weren't him, okay? That was it. <laughs> Stop with the jealousy. The guy was fucking great. He made the Hall of Fame just off of that. It was insane. Hank put up yesterday on social media. God, it was unbelievable. I don't. I couldn't even. You could offer me five hundred bucks to do this. It wouldn't cost you a nickel. I have no idea how these guys do it. But Hank posted on social media the entire AFC championship game from 1980. So it's the Raider team that went on and beat the Eagles. Okay. Whatever year. I feel that was like January of 81 Super Bowl. But the games here here in San Diego, 
And it's Dick Enberg, Merlin Olson, Len Dawson, John Brody. And it's Fouts against Plunkett, Flores against Coriel, Hanks in there returning kicks. Wow. God, it was so great. <laughs> it was so fun to watch. Raiders go right down, scoring like 25 seconds. Fouts comes out first play. It's like a 65-yard completion. I mean, it was insane. Ready to go football. Yeah. Insane. But I, I wanted to text Tank, and I may do it tomorrow. As a guy who was on those teams, when he looks at all the different matchups, right? Yeah. I mean, that that Charger team that lost in Cincinnati would have played Joe Montana yeah. in the Niners. Um, but that team that I watched yesterday, they would have played Ron Jaworski in the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, the 79 team... Would, who would the they one that 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 lost to, to the Oilers? The, the Steelers won that year. They stayed play the Rams in the Super Bowl. All right, so they would have had a beat Pittsburgh. Yep. Who I feel like that they, was in Pittsburgh. The game was in would have been in Pittsburgh. And I feel like well, Hank, maybe it would have been here. I don't know because I know the Oilers played on the road. But I feel like Hank has told us that they had beaten the Steelers okay. earlier in that year. Again, nothing matters. Yeah. Doesn't carry over. But I'm I'm going to text Tank before we come back here, yeah. Because I'd like to know from his perspective which one of the teams would have won the Super Bowl. Oh, See, he's I think say it, him. No, no, no. I'm saying which year. Okay. I think that team that I watched yesterday could have beat the Eagles. I think they could have beat Dick Vermeil's Eagles. I don't know that the team that lost to Cincinnati beats Bill Walsh and the Niners. Just my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you. But I, but I do think that team I watched yesterday beats the Eagles. Yeah. And you go, man, that – and I don't know. I'll text Tank and ask him and say, hey, man, all things being equal, yeah. which one of those teams do you think would have won the Super Bowl? And I'll let you know when we're back here Wednesday night. So I'm looking at uh, – it's funny. I'm looking right now at the the – that year, the the year you're talking about, 1979. Mm-hmm. So if the Chargers, the Chargers and the Steelers both had the same record. They're both 12 and 4. Okay. And if the Chargers did beat them head-to-head, that game would have been here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's, that's something else. It's um, The Chargers offensively were so crazy to watch. I mean, the only time I got a chance to watch them was kind of like you living in Tennessee at the time mm-hmm. was I got the, the Sunday afternoon games once yeah. in a while on NBC. Always then, here. Yeah, always here. And Monday, and Monday night football. Yeah. And then he'd sit there and just go, wow, this is fucking crazy. God, it was great, and, man. Again, as a kid who didn't understand football for shit, I just wanted to see touchdowns and, and someone throw the ball. Yeah. And that's what the Chargers were doing. All three guys went to the Pro Bowl. It was Charlie Joyner, John Jefferson, and uh, Winslow. Yeah. With Chuck Muncie and Fouts and it Bernerska. Yeah. By the way, Chargers did beat the Steelers 35-7 to that year. Yeah. Yep. All right, I'll uh, like I said, I'll check with Hank. I meant to text him today, but if you follow him on social media and you're a Charger fan and you're jonesing for football and the XFL just didn't do it for you, uh, there's all these full games that you can go back and a lot of times they'll have the commercials from that time. Yeah, it's weird. The new, and, to- the new Toyota that's out. Yeah, check out the new Supra. <laughs> But Enberg and Merlin Olsen, so goddamn good. John Brody was great. Yeah. Yeah. I almost texted Hank and go, hey, that's great. I had shit to do today. <laughs> and I'm sitting here watching this goddamn game on my phone because it was so fun. It is. Uh, it, it's pretty cool. Uh, YouTube is great for that stuff. The right. The other day I was sitting there watching 
YouTube, it was the two things I watched. So dumb. It, it, you, anyone's YouTube history has to be embarrassing, right? Oh, yeah, everybody's. If it ever, if it ever, it ever gets out. I was looking at TV bloopers from the 80s, mm-hmm. and everybody's fucking up. Because I don't know how the teleprompters worked in that day, but it looked like everybody's reading the piece of paper. Yeah. And then they click to this this white guy that looks like he's right in the Midwest with the hair and everything before he had gel or mousse or whatever. Yeah. His hair's all fucked up. And he just goes, I think he thinks he's off air. He goes, and it's not for free. And the only thing for free in this city is your mama. And everybody knows it. He just says <laughs> all of a sudden. And he's like, what? And then he realizes in his ear, you're on the air, asshole. Oh, and Jesus. And he, he just bloops it out. But what I did the other day after that, show you how embarrassing it is. I just went through old TV shows that I used to watch. Yeah. And watch the, the series finale on each show <laughs> to see how they ended. MASH. Yeah. Fuck. I hated MASH. I'm like the only guy I think hated MASH. I hated MASH, Maude. but I'm watching Happy Days where Tom Bozzi looks right into the camera. Yeah. And thanks you for joining his family after all these years. Yeah, it was fucking nuts. All uh, of them. Well, we put on social media the other day, the great Robert Conrad passed yeah. away. Robert Conrad and anybody who has listened to the show over the years knows the Palais and I loved Battle of the Network stars, mostly because at age 13, you could see Victoria Principal's entire rack. Yes. And then Mary Lou Henner. Yeah. And Linda Carter. And it was pretty mind boggling. And what's her face from Dukes of Hazard? Catherine Bach. Catherine Bach. Susan Anton. Yeah. yeah. You're right. It was crazy. So they. It was had, like, how did that shit get on TV? You could see they, right they through they the bathing exactly suit. exactly why it got on. It was great. And so I went and found the clip because if you're old enough, you remember this was great. They actually had. All the main stars. Like, they tried to bring this back a couple of years ago, and it was terrible. And there had been this- You know why it was terrible? Because the asshole that does Monday Night Football hosted Joe it. Joe Tessitore. Joe Tessitore. Greenberg. Greenberg. Greenberg, yeah. yeah. Ruined it. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> so, they had a situation where they were running the relay race at the end. And Telly Savalas is the captain for CBS. It yeah. starts with him. And he's smoking a cigarette- He's talking to Howard Cosell <laughs> because NBC took the baton like 25 yards in front of yeah. the mark. Now, Savalas finishes third. He's working a heater, and he goes, Hey, Howard, we were so distracted by watching them that it impacted our finish. We should immediately <laughs> be promoted. And it's great. Then they disqualify NBC and Bob Conrad. They they put ABC up. Conrad loses his mind, goes yeah, crazy, he does. and he wants to race uh, Gabe Kaplan. Yeah, and you can see all of this. But the funniest goddamn mark happens at six twelve of the tape when Farrah Fawcett's like, because Kaplan's like, we'll just race you one on one, and Farrah Fawcett is yelling at Howard Cosell. Well, if we're going to redo it, we have to redo the whole race. And Cosell, without missing beat, goes, Farrah, baby, I'm not in charge of the rules committee. <laughs> and Kaplan goes out. He dusts him. But he's talking. To, I mean, it's just so anti-Semitic. Dude, it's, it made me really uncomfortable. Did Robert Conrad's like, he's a Jew. Yeah. He wants to sue everybody. And you're just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Dude, it was crazy. But 
but it's so great because Cell's so funny. Yeah, there's so many there's so many quick one-liners right. in there all of a sudden. But you can watch yeah. those. Who was the Irish guy? Uh, Pat Harrington. That's what it was. It was like Schneider. Yeah, Schneider. I'm a Mick. That's it. I'm a Mick, and I'm drunk. I mean, it was like, right. it was like every stereotype just right uh, out the fucking window in ten seconds. But Robert Conrad to me was just that guy that you're like, this guy's such a dick. He was. How tall do you think Robert Conrad was? Uh, five eight. Five eight exactly. Yeah. I mean, why the fuck was everyone afraid of Robert Conrad? I know. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. And you were just like, every kid had one, right? Yeah. A dad like him? Yeah. We're like, whatever you do, don't go over to Trevor Conrad's house. His <laughs> midget dad, she can't even say, doggone it. <laughs> right? His dad, oh, it got me so heated, I called him a bad name. Old man Conrad's a real horse's ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just, could you imagine going over there? No. No way. No way. Did you ever have that that friend whose dad you were afraid of? I, I don't know that we were afraid of him. We just we just knew he was, although he liked me. Yeah. But he was, uh, yeah, one of my closest friends' dad was just a prick. But, but to his credit, yeah. when my buddy got into his 20s, the dad apologized. Did he really? And said, I really, I was just, I didn't get it. And you're really great. And they ended up, uh, they ended up having a great relationship. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I had a, I, have a, I still have a close friend who his dad's still alive. Unfortunately, he's not doing well. But it, here's the interesting thing, how that thing's come around. Mm -hmm. He's has, his dad has severe Alzheimer's and, oh. and he takes care of his dad every day. Like he has him in a facility, but every time, every day he gets off work. He flew him from L.A. where he lived, flew him to Ohio where my friend now lives. Okay. Goes to see him every day, even yeah. though he doesn't recognize him any wow. of the days. He still goes to see him every single day. That's awesome. Um, but when we were kids, I remember when he walked in the house, man, he was just always pissed. It scared the shit out of me. Like, I told yeah. my mom, let's go. And then as uh, as I got older, he was, then the parents divorced, and he was kind of, kind of that tough asshole guy, kind of the yeah. Robert Conrad guy. I remember... He had a dartboard in his apartment in Beverly Hills, okay? okay. And uh, some of the kids and the neighbor come over, and they start throwing darts, and his dad's in the kitchen. He goes, don't play with my fucking dartboard. He could hear him yell from the next room. And then all of a sudden, a dart hits that dartboard. It comes back out of the board oh. and sticks right in the kid's freaking shin. Just oh. sticks straight in there, dude. Oh. And the kid's screaming, and he just comes out, you stupid shit, Michael. I fucking told you not to fucking play darts. <laughs> yeah. And he puts his foot right in the middle of his ass, opens the front door, and kicks him out. Get out. He kicked him right. I was like, yeah, dang, this guy's scary as fuck. But he used to pull this move, too. I want to ask if you've ever done this. I can't right. stand when somebody will eat something in a grocery store yeah. before they pay for it. Right. And my, my wife will do that. She'll open like a bag of uh, uh, a jar yeah. of peanuts, or whatever. But she'll pay for it every time. I go. It still drives me nuts. You haven't paid for it yet. Right. Don't open it. You can make it out to the car. Yeah. Well, this guy's dad would always go through the hostess section, pull out by a chocodile or a Twinkie. He'd yeah. fucking eat it and as he'd walk five feet down. He'd take the wrapper and just throw it over the top of the cereal. What a douche! And I hated it. I'm like, dude, we're gonna we're gonna get in trouble. Guess yeah. fucking stealing. It, yeah. it made me so fucking nervous. Have you ever been with somebody that would eat in the I, store and then say, I'm just going to pay for the wrapper? Not like that, but like I've seen, I've seen situations and, and you see it a lot where you end up in line 
and it's hot as shit, right? Yeah. It's so hot. And somebody's two or three people back in line at 7-Eleven. They may take a tug off the water, right, or yeah. the Gatorade. That one doesn't bug me No, that me doesn't as bother much. me at all. But the eating thing, I yeah. agree with you. The I walking see, aisle to aisle while they're eating. Well, and yeah, and you'll see people like if you go, my sons and I were at, uh, we, we had a, I haven't been in a laundromat forever, but yeah. we had to go to a laundromat the other night. While we were there, we were washing all the blankets and stuff. Yeah. And so while we were there, just killing time, there's a Taco Bell next yeah. door. And none of us had been in there. I'm like, man, let's go, we'll just go get some soft tacos, yeah. hang out. Great. So we go and we get our order, and there's this dude that's like at the table next to us. And from the time he left the counter to the table, he's taking like four bites. It's like, dude, relax. <laughs> the table's right there. <laughs> and so I can't, yeah, you get that. Yeah. Though that guy bugs me. And then there's this guy. And I don't know, this is an epidemic that is all throughout. San Diego and I point it out to my sons all the time because this is what makes me crazy is the parents that have to talk so loud to draw attention to themselves and whether they're trying to be cute or funny hey I tell you what you do that around me you're you do that again I'm gonna put you're like dude wow there's not a studio audience you're not nobody cares you're not that interesting. Stop drawing it. And I, I pointed out to my sons all the time. I'm always like, don't be that guy. <laughs> don't be that. Right? Yeah. Don't. There's no. Nobody's that interested. Everybody's got their own life to live. There's no reason to talk loud or try to get off a cute line or try yeah. to be funny. Nobody wants to hear it. All you do is you just look like a fucking dick. And that's the exact line I tell them all the yeah. time. I go. You just look like a fucking dick. And we're getting a sandwich the other day. And there's a guy in there like a dad. And his kids are dicking around like kids always do. And he starts it up. Hey, Michael, you do that anymore. We're going to. And you're like, dude, shut up. <laughs> Your kids are like eight. And I said to my kids, I go, look, I have no idea. That might be a great family. But I go, that's a guy destined to be sitting on the fucking porch when he's 70 waiting for the phone to ring and those kids are going to be long gone. They're going to be long gone living their life because who wants to do with that asshole? <laughs> but God damn, no matter where you go in this town, no matter where you go, there's just somebody that has to be a dipshit. And I don't know what it is. And it's not everywhere, man. I travel a lot. I'll be in Colorado Springs on Friday yeah. night. I, I'll I'll come back. I'll be back next week. And if it happens in Colorado Springs and Denver, I'll tell you, God, the douche factor in this fucking city has gotten out of control. Really out of goddamn control. How many people there are that are just fucking morons and nobody checks them anymore. We used to check people. We don't do it anymore. No, things change uh, dramatically. I mean, things happen so much. So much. Things are different just all the way around. I mean, we talked yeah. about just politics when you started the show, but but things have, have changed. I mean, yeah. it, it, here, here's an interesting story. We, um, for, for me, it's interesting how things have changed. So we had high school baseball tryouts. Everybody did across mm -hmm. the county on February 8th on Saturday. Nice. And um, 
I, I said to four of the captains, I go, look, I got 25 guys that are here that have been with us through winter ball, but I don't have enough uniforms. We're going to have mm. to cut five to eight guys. Yeah. And they looked at me and I started naming guys and I'm like, no, no. They go, coach, they don't even need to play. They just want to be part of the team. Yeah. And, and Jeff, I'm not kidding. After going through all the bullshit and everything else, we didn't cut one kid. Good. And, and I was like, all right, now I got to figure out a way to, to do and get the uniforms. Now, I think I told you I was probably going to run into this problem. I knew it. Yeah. But back in the day, people cut. And I know there are coaches even that I coach with on my staff that are going, you know, you're a puss. That's what they're thinking about me. No. But I said, you don't understand. Our team chemistry is so good right now that I'm afraid if I did cut any of those kids, it would have yeah. ruined our team. Can you? And I did tell every single one of those kids, by the way, hey, I just don't see a lot of playing time for you. We yeah. don't, we don't, we have 25 guys. They're basically 25 guys on a major league team. They play 162 games. We're only playing twice a week. Right. I don't see a lot of playing time. You might surprise me in practice, but now I need you to show up, be the best team player, work on the field, and cheer your teammates on. And if you aren't okay with that, you're welcome to go. But otherwise, you're you're on the team. I'm not cutting you. And every kid, I want to play here. I want to be here. And they nice. like, two of them like started crying. And what are they crying about? That's what I'm saying. Things have changed a little bit. I think they were just they thought they were getting cut and they didn't. Mm. It was tears of joy. My my point is, it's changed a lot. Where back in the yeah. day when you and I were in high school, I don't think coaches thought twice nah. what happens to that kid. No, nah, in San Diego, they were trying to figure out if they could pass off that girl as 18. That's <laughs> 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 what so happened in San Diego, but six different fucking times. Yeah, yeah. No, things are things are a lot different. They just are, man. How can you how can you raise the money? Could you do a team barbecue? No, like, no. I, I, here's the deal. I saw I saw that. Uh, uh, I'll give credit to the person who did it. I I said to my sister in law, I was telling her around Christmas time, the one who yeah. lives in in Florida. And I'll tell you what, I, I give her a lot of credit. When Jeff and I first started this show over 20 years ago, we were basically on the air and we had to sell our own commercials. Yeah. Do you remember? Uh huh. And basically. Kind of like we're doing now. We're on there. Yeah. We're selling our own commercials. But when we were at KFMB, we weren't KFMB employees when we first started. They gave us the airtime. They didn't charge us for the airtime. But I said to Jeff, hey, I want to do this. And and he wanted to do it too. But Jeff needed you know, to make money. And I said, well, we can make money off of this. And there were times where the money was going to run short. Yeah, right. Had my, to pay our rent. We and were my, broke. And my sister-in-law yeah. stepped up from Florida and she would pay when things weren't yeah, there. Absolutely. 100% remember Same that. exact sister-in-law told her the story around Christmas time that I go, I think I have about seven kids that aren't going to do well if I cut them. I remember I told you earlier, I had four kids during the summer that attempted suicide. Yep. And I was afraid to cut them. And so she calls me. She goes, how much are the uniforms? And I said, well, you're looking at, um, uh, you were looking at basically $250 per set. And yeah. so she goes, I'll buy seven sets. Wow. She paid for it. Does her, does her husband know? <laughs> well, they're both retired. I mean, they're on, awesome. they're on a set income, but she just said, you know what? Um, I, I hate to see a, a kid have a bad childhood memory, and you always talk about good childhood memories. And so, no, she stepped up and bought the uniforms for but the kids. If you wanted but the to, kids don't know that. If you wanted to. I know, but sometimes yeah. like those team things are great, like a, like a team building. Yeah, no, no. We, like do, we, we do, do fundraisers all the time. Yeah. But the fundraisers go to, believe it or not, just baseballs. And catching uh, equipment. Now, now they changed the chest protector. You have to have a special heart guard. Yeah. Dude, it's like 300 bucks for these goddamn Jesus chest protectors. Christ. So anyway, 
there's so many different things. And I know we do tons of stuff for Jake's Projects. Jake's Projects has nothing to do with what I do at Benita. Right. Uh, I've said that to, to Jeff and everybody a long time ago. I will never mix the two. No. Um, but no, she stepped up. I'll give her credit. Awesome. But she stepped up and bought the seven sets of uniforms so we didn't have to cut anybody. But the kids don't know that, hey, you're only on the team because we raised the money. We say so you're on the team, and who knows? You might step up and come through when we need you. Uh, speaking of baseball, big day yesterday is the Padres move Manuel Margot. Yes. And they get Pagan from Tampa, a reliever, and Buster Olney says one of the best bullpens in the National League, and then all of a sudden all you guys line up because you want to whack off Buster Olney behind the driving. You know, this is the kind of shit that makes me insane, and then yeah. you do it on a weekend is even fucking stupider. <laughs> Okay, great. I'm thrilled that all of you are jumping up and down about how great your bullpen is. Have you noticed as pitchers and catchers get ready to report that Austin Hedges and Mejia are still your catchers? Yep. And Eric Hosmer is still your first baseman, and you're hoping the jerks and Profar is going to be a stud. And you have huge questions in right field, and now Will Myers might play center field. And I watched a shitload of games last year. And it felt like every fucking night the starting pitcher was coming out in the fifth inning. Yep. If not the fourth inning. Fourth yep. and the third. So while I'm thrilled that our fucking team uh, is got the best seventh inning guy in baseball, I'd feel much better about our fucking team if the everyday eight didn't have 19 question marks around it. And what blows me away about this fan base is it happens consistently is you all want to fight Buster only every time, even though even though he's a little shitty, probably drop half of you. <laughs> but as soon as he said, and it was a backhanded compliment, eh, it might be one of the better bullpens. Oh my God, you guys are all ready to kiss and make up. You're like, it's Valentine's Day, Buster, and all is forgiven. And I'm like, did any of you have any fucking dignity? Do you have any goddamn <laughs> common sense? So then it goes to... Uh, and I couldn't give less of a shit your stupid thing about Margot being gone about Kimbrel. Who cares? We can go through your Dodger trades that haven't panned out like yesterday when the Twins fucked you out of Maeda. We'll laugh about that. What are you talking about? What we are you talking shit. about? Yeah? Have you, you got seen, a noodle arm? Have you seen, seen our, that guy? Have you? He throws 102. Is when that a noodle can arm? Throw it? Yeah, four pitches. We, and then, ah, we're fine. it hurts. Maeda yeah. complains that he's not a starting pitcher in the playoffs. Well, he is now. <laughs> well, good. He is now. Good for you. But here's the other thing that cracks me up about yes. this. I sit here front and center every night, listen to the bullshit. I haven't said one fucking word. But, uh, well, you did yesterday with your stupid I tweet, was right. And you dragged me into it. Right. Like an asshole I all the time. Like, dude, just give me credit one fucking time. I was right. Well, let's see. The Kimbrell trade was a disaster. Well, they flipped the kid, though, to get uh, Tremel. Tremel's great. Another guy that hasn't played in the major leagues. Well, we'll see. Oh, that's what we say but, all the time. And guess what? We always see shit. But here's the thing that cracks me up with all of you that decide to engage with Palais. Go ahead. You're always quick to point out San Diego versus the Dodgers. I would highly encourage you to just fucking stop. Okay. Good for you. This was my favorite just thing of the day. Fucking stop. It's the stupidest fucking argument back is that because San Diego hasn't won a world championship ever as my man Scott in Rancho Bernardo said well I was looking at the last decade <laughs> they didn't fucking win the last decade Scott they've never won they have two silver medals in 50 fucking years okay 
Stop comparing them to the Dodgers. Thank you. In anything they've fucking done. The Dodgers have had one fucking uniform. They had Jackie Robinson. They had Vin Scully. And they have won world championships. I hate that team to my core. Yes. But stop fucking thinking that you have a valid argument. You look like the Malachi brothers in Happy Days. <laughs> God damn it. It's so stupid. It's so fucking stupid. It's crazy, isn't it? And all of you sit there. <laughs> well, and, and then poor Scott. Well, I was, you know, hey, what have the Padres done versus the Dodgers? Well, they haven't done shit. Okay? They haven't done shit. The Dodgers won in 88. And sure, it's been 31 fucking years, but they won. And I will tell you, as somebody that grew up in Minneapolis, the North Stars never won a, a Stanley Cup. Yeah. The Vikings went to four Super Bowls and lost. The Timberwolves are a complete disaster. The Twins, they're excited about. But the one thing that they hang their hat on is they have two World Series championships. Yes. They do. If they had one, they would take it. But this idea that you guys are all going to put Dave in his place by telling him, look at what San Diego's done in the Dodge. What has San Diego done? <laughs> they haven't done shit. <laughs> that, come on. Like, and so, fuck, I swear to God, if any of you tell me that you're that blindly loyal to Preller, I just, you're Scott Sherman. Yes. I just, I, I just mute guys. And I love the fucking idiot yesterday who said uh, somebody brought up, why didn't the Padres go after Marte? Hey, we all knew they had to get rid of Myers before they could get Marte. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> you dumb dick. You dumb fucking dick. Don't ever send me that fucking tweet again, you asshole. God, you're such a fucking moron. No, they didn't. Marte makes $12 million. You're paying Garrett Richards eight and a half. Yes. This fucking team has no idea how to manage a major league budget. And all you guys just line up like fucking sheep to, to take it. They won 72 games, you assholes. Do you understand that? 72 fucking games. They didn't do jack shit to address the rotation. They got Zach Davies. Fuck you. They haven't done jack shit to address the catching. They hired the most... Fucking random guy off the street in Jace Tingler to be the manager. And you guys just sit there and take it over and over and over again. And if you've determined that's what you want to do, great. But don't give me shit for, for expecting more. I'm not going to opening day. Not. I'm taking my kids out. We're going to the first Saturday night game. Good. But anybody who, who writes and hits send yep. that you couldn't go after Marte because you had to clear Myers, that's just fucking stupid. Flat out stupid. The guy makes $12 million over two years. When you gave Pomeranz the money you gave him, yes. Derek Richards the money you gave him, all these other deals that you've signed. Remember you gave Josh Johnson money? Remember that shit? Mark Pryor. Yeah, I mean, God dang, dude. The thing is, you just said everything I think Padre fans should be feeling. It's the one thing I really don't understand. Jeff is a huge Padre fan. There are tons of Padre fans. The majority of people listening to this show are Padre fans. Great. But, but here's dude, don't the be difference blind between... and stick your head in the sand and go, everything is fantastic when it isn't. Right. We all want them to win, but maybe I manage my expectations better than you do. And none of, uh, I shouldn't say none of you. But there is a large majority of you that just refuse to push back. 
Yes. And if any of us do, then we're the bad guys and we hate everything. Yep. Like Steve Woods, fucking biggest dumb shit in this town. A fucking guy three years ago was jumping up and down to give you Smashing Pumpkins tickets, right? Yes. At the Casbah. But now all of a sudden I got to fucking listen to him like he's Joel Sherman on the MLB Network. I don't. I don't. Hey, this. Hey, man, we're at 97.3 and it's great. Go out. Shut up, you asshole. <laughs> no time for his shit last night. Rand, Randy Newman doesn't play. I love it. What, what? Am I a Dodger fan? Yeah. What the hell are you talking am about? Am I a Laker fan? Am I a Clipper fan? No. Who else? Jesus. I cheer for the Kings. The I, Kings and USC are yeah. my two LA teams. I, we don't have a hockey team no. down here. The, absolutely. If Randy Newman saying you got a friend in me, people in that in that audience would have loved it because they knew and they loved the movie. I don't get Randy Newman's success. I don't get it. You know, it, it's funny. Randy Newman. It, I think I've told you this before. Angie Dickinson, who was a ah. huge star, Pepper, I love huge it. huge star in the seventies. Her daughter used to go to school with my sister, so I went to school in the same school. We we're just four grades apart. Ah. And so every morning, the two celebrities we always saw. Angie Dickinson oh. and Randy Newman, because his kid went to school Shit. with my sister too. Talk about feast or famine. There you go, feast or famine. With a big nasty redhead at his side, he'd drop his kid off at school. I didn't care about him, but I sure like Angie Dickinson forever. <laughs> you ever wonder why Paul Williams isn't the Randy Newman success? <laughs> Paul Williams. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I, goddamn man, like I. I thought Nick Canepa had a really interesting thing yesterday talking about the Padres. Yeah. And Nick's column saying um, that it, it didn't make much sense to chase Mookie Betts because you're not a player away and do all those things. Which I agree with. Yeah. Now, Nick said chase Chris Bryant. Yes. Put Chris Bryant at third, move Machado to short, and put Tatis in center field. Yeah, I don't agree with that one. You don't like that? No, I'd put Chris Bryan in the outfield before I, before I do that. I wouldn't move Machado. I don't want to move Tatis. I, I I think you really have to keep Tatis happy in these next few years before boy, he becomes a free agent. Boy, that's a fascinating thing to me, Dave, and I don't, I don't know the answer to it. It feels like, and I only I told you I had Darren on for a little bit, and I only heard part of it. Yeah. So I, I, I can't tell you enough of what was said. If they're actually looking at moving Tatis to playing some center field, if that's going to happen in spring training. But we training, were told by somebody inside the organization that, no, he does not want to go. Yeah, I know. I, I remember that. And then a guy that I had said that to repeated that back to me today like he had the information. I'm like, <laughs> I said it to you. Yeah. <laughs> but happens to me all the time. Yeah, I did it on the show to you last week. Yeah. People get really angry and then tell me back shit that I said to them. I was like, yeah, I gave that to you. Oh, okay, thanks. Um, and again, in fairness to Darren, I didn't hear the whole thing, but he was saying that they had, he had made the point that he was, like a lot of us, that had said, don't move to Tease. It's stupid. Keep him happy. It's yeah. another dumb move. And that somebody from the organization had shown him some numbers that made him at least think about it. Yeah, I and believe Tatis would be a great center fielder. I just don't think that's where he wants to go. Uh, well, yeah. But if the argument is by moving him to center field, you can play 120 games instead of 75. Now, again, that's not fair to Tatis. Yeah. But I'm just saying 
if that's the argument that they're going to make to him and you move Machado, I, I mean, the only way you can do it is if you're getting Chris Bryant, right? But Chris no, Bryant, you're not going to get Arenado. Okay, who are you getting? You going to move Ty France to third? That, I think Ty France thinks he should be the third baseman. Here's the deal: Chris Bryant has played third, first, right, and left. He's played yeah. those positions. Yeah, and he's fine at all of them. You know, I mean, yeah. Chris Bryant in San Diego would be absolutely fantastic, in my opinion. But I th honestly, this is how I look at Tatis. He is so fucking exciting. Right. And, if, you know, tongue-in-cheek, I know you're talking about staying healthy, and I always joke around it because I know it drives Padre fans crazy. But let's say he, he's the player staying healthy like we expect him to be and, and everything else. Dude, he's a $400 million guy. I mean, this yeah, money they're talking be. for Mookie Betts. I do everything I can to say, man, this is where you need to be. I really – you don't believe when I say it, but I really hope the Padres – win before he becomes that free agent because if they don't and there's the same shitty team he's gonna leave he's just gonna go man i don't want to spend my whole entire career here i gotta yeah. i gotta win at some point i can get the money and win fuck i'll do that i don't uh i heard vascursion a little bit today and i i think this is a question for all of us yeah that what is the vision like what is the vision on that team is the vision that uh and are are we moving the line back again now are we at 22 are oh we into gosh. 23 yeah i mean really if you're honest with yourself and you wouldn't assume there's any other big moves coming so now you have a question mark in center field yeah right is grisham going to be your guy in right field where's will myers is it grisham in center and will myers in is, right is, is franchi in uh center shit dude that guy's I, I, always hurt right and now your rotation. Yep. I mean, are these guys going to be six and seven inning guys? Is Patino going to even make it to the bigs this year? Or is the plan to keep him down and let him get as much experience as he can? And then maybe in August, I don't know, with Gore? When does Gore come up, right? Interesting things. But the question is, with all these guys, I mean, remember all the money spent for Morihone? Yep. Jorge Ona? Yep. Like, where are these guys? Yep. Michelle Baez, right? Uh, it just feels like a lot of those guys have become stagnant in their growth. And now, I mean, just this idea that you're in on Lindor and that you're in on Betts and you might be in on Bryant, there's no way Theo's going to move you Chris Bryant without asking for Gora Patino. Absolutely. And are you going to do that for two years to Chris Bryant? That's that's the thing. I'll be honest with you. I hope they keep both Patino and Gore. I mean. Yeah. But then forget about making any trades yeah. for an impact guy. I got it. Well, the thing is they're supposed to be so deep everywhere else. My thing is when I look at Gore and Patino, mm -hmm. and if they pr project the way it looks on all the video we've watched of these two guys, Gore looks like Kershaw. Yeah. Patino looks like Pedro Martinez. Yeah, and imagine much. if he had both of those fucking guys well, in the with same Paddock? boat. Yeah, you know, you sit there and you go... Pretty exciting. Pretty fucking good, right? Yeah, pretty exciting. And and so, as I said, there were smaller moves you could have made without killing your team. And there are two guys that Padre fans wanted. You wanted two. Mm -hmm. You wanted you wanted Madison Bumgarner, right? Other people wanted Bumgarner. He goes yeah. to the Diamondbacks. You wanted Marte. You're the first guy I heard say it. Yeah. He goes to the Diamondbacks. So the mm -hmm. two guys we wanted here that really would have cost this organization hardly anything... 
Well, we'd, we'd be looking into spring training a lot different than we are going, hey, this team could finish in second place. Baumgartner won $100 million. I got I mean, it. I mean, I, Marte, I, you could have gotten much I, easier. I, I'm just saying, those two guys, you basically could have got what, and not worried about Gore and Patino. Yeah, you could have gotten – you should have had Marte, and then you can put Myers and Grisham in right, and I actually could live with that. I think Myers and Hosmer are going to be rotating at first, which is so fucking horrible. Unbelievable. Not horrible because they're horrible. Horrible because the amount of money. And neither yeah, one and will horrible make because they're horrible. And they're like, horrible, too. So, I yeah, mean, you're talking $40 million for two guys that won't make the All-Star team. Hosmer's been a disaster. Sorry. Fuck. Sorry, man. Fowler knows have, it, too. Yeah, if you don't have any of those two dipshits, you're moving forward with Naylor at first base. God, man. And and, and is, you're and you're 45 million lighter. Yeah. In in like I I love the guy who wrote the other day, "What do we give a shit about their budget?" And yeah. you're exactly right. We're not the accountant. We're not the guy managing the money. They should have a $500 million million dollar a $500 million dollar uh payroll. Payroll. They asked me, not my dough. Okay, here's, here's a question I got for you. Because yeah. I think everybody listening, and I know you and I, everybody has had that bad day at work where mm -hmm. you're going, fuck, can I get fired for this? <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. like, man, I go, you know, it wasn't on purpose I fucked up, but, man, I fucked up. This could yeah. be one of those I could get fired. Yeah. And you kind of just like, you sit in your chair and you kind of go, fuck, today oh, might be the day. bad day. So when I think of that and I go, all of us know what that feeling is like. Yeah. Preller has to feel that every day. I don't know if he does. I don't think he does because they make it so fucking easy on him. And I keep thinking, how did Ron make so much fucking money when the guy down the hallway who's trying to tell you I'm trying to get rid of Meyer's contract and I'm the guy that talked to you and giving it to him? Well, I don't know if it's Ron or it's Pete. I, I got you. And then I talked to you when to fucking get Hosmer, and that's uh, a horrible contract. Yeah. And you're embarrassing these guys in, in public and on national media saying they suck. Yeah. And yeah, they, he still walks into Petco Park every day. Good right. morning, Peter. Good morning, Ron. Right. <laughs> shooting hoops. To, shooting hoops. If I see another fucking video of this asshole playing basketball, I'm going to freak out. I can't believe it. Oh, man. Fuck, dude. Stop playing basketball. Like, like what? It is crazy. It's crazy. I mean, it's as bad as your fuck-ups have been. You've never cost the company right. more than $144 million. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Jesus. Like the the GM for the Rockets, what was that number that Morley cost the NBA? Oh They're yeah, like it's like four hundred oh, yeah. million. Oh right? yeah, with the, with China. Yeah, and you go, go, oh, yeah. god damn. Yeah, that's right? right. I forgot Morey fucked that up. Uh, uh, yeah, Daryl Morey. Yeah. Uh, Fuck. Damn. <laughs> like that's whoa, wow. Right? You go, oh my gosh. And you don't even go anywhere near yeah. that. You're like, I don't know anything. I'm staying out of it. But then you hear that number, and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. You gave Hosmer, at the time, the richest contract in Padre history. Two yeah. years later, you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like, I, I will I will defend him on Machado. Like they, they, no, I, I will, too. I'm, yeah. I'm really, I'm still no problem with that. Yeah, yeah. He, last year wasn't the year they wanted. Okay, I got it. Yeah. But he has nine years to prove. I understand all that shit. Right. Okay, fine. I'll go for it on that. And my only complaint about Machado is nothing to do except I wish he would hustle more. That's it. Yeah. But uh, no, Machado's fine. It was interesting. They ranked, um, I don't know if I'm sure you watch MLB Network. No. They ranked the top 10 third baseman. And they do it. You know, they do the yeah. computer, the shredder. What do you think Machado was? By the well, way, it is the deepest position <laughs> in Major League Baseball. Um, I felt like, and not just because he's our guy. Yeah. 
I feel like there's a bias against him that they don't like him, and I feel like. But this was the computer that did it. It wasn't the people that voted. It was was stats wise. It was all stats. Fifth, tenth. Yeah, come on. But when you (laughs) come on, and so here's here was the the interesting thing. Yeah, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just telling you what the computer said. But you realize third base when you start breaking it down, third base is deeper in Major League Baseball than first base. You know, it's deeper than center field. It's deeper than everywhere. It was crazy. I mean, you're going Arenado and Chapman and Rendon. It, it just, it just, yeah. it's, it's a hard fucking category. Yeah, he's not tenth. I'm just telling you. That's yeah. what the computer said. You smarter sure. than the computer? You smarter yeah. than that smartphone? Yeah, I that's am. I say to my mom all the time. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's crazy. But Fuck. I just, uh, I, I look at it, man. I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't. Are know. you excited about spring training? Yeah, I like Tommy Pham coming in. You I know. do like that. Is that Tommy Pham quote real deal? I didn't see one. Tommy Pham when he went, and I'm paraphrasing big time because I only read it once and I, I didn't research it far enough to see if it was real, but man, I fucking loved it. Tommy Pham learning to speak Spanish. Mm. He goes, I'd love to tell you that I learned to speak Spanish because so many of my teammates speak Spanish and it shows I'm a good teammate by showing I can interact in the locker room. But truth be told, I just like to fuck Latin chicks. <laughs> and I was like, if that's no, fucking real, up. that is right out of Stephen Woods. <laughs> and that makes it good. Uh, I would highly question the validity of that. What's Are you matter sure? Here? Yes. I hope it's 100% real. <laughs> yeah. so if it is, it's the greatest fucking quote of all time. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead. I thought you were going to say he learned you it. You can hang certain- out with you in National City. Oh. It's your kryptonite. Shit, I was down there tonight. God damn it. <laughs> oh, I can't take them. They are my kryptonite is right. Oh. I love them all. <laughs> I love them all. I got to ask you before we, we get to the end of the show. Academy Awards, you brought it up for a quick second. I, I God damn, Dave. I, it was everybody's effort to try to be so funny. They need a host, don't they? Yeah. I'm sorry. The opening segment bored me to yes. fucking death. It was as bad as it's ever been, I thought. It's really bad. And then I thought, boy, everybody jumping up and down about Chris Rock and Steve Martin. Those guys have been funny. And then, dude, I could not stand Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig. And I thought Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Will Ferrell, like all these guys yeah. where you go, they're all so funny and talented. It's just this fake like, oh, hey, I'm being dry, yep. but this is so funny. Check yep. me out. I'm so edgy. And you were just like, get the fuck <laughs> off the stage. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. I mean, do you have any interest in seeing Parasite? Or are you going to see you, 1917? You know, okay. It's funny you said that because obviously you and I both saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, loved it. Watched it again us, the other night. Did you really? Yep. Both of us. Uh, where did you see it at? I watched it uh, with my kids Friday night. Oh, really? What did your kids think? They, uh, I think they thought, I watched it with them and their mom. I think they thought the the front part of it was really boring. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they didn't. Did you try and explain before the movie started what was going on? No, but they liked the scene of Brad Pitt at Spawn Ranch. Yeah. When he beat the shit out of the uh, the hippie guy that had flattened his tire. They liked that a lot. What about when he took care of Bruce Lee? Uh, they thought that was great too. It was. Yeah, it never happened. Though. I like, know, but it was the way they made, put it in the movie. So many things in that movie didn't happen, but yeah, right. Um, but the whole deal, I think I liked it more the second time than I liked it in the theater. I liked the, like I thought Brad Pitt was great. 
But like Pacino's role made no sense to me. Like, why is he even in the movie? That just felt like wasted time. They could have cut. Dude, that I completely fo- forgot that they he was in it. They just said that. Yeah, they could have cut that down by twenty fucking minutes. Yeah, and uh, like Margot Robbie was cool. Yeah, that was all right. But um, Pitt was cool. I'm glad he won last night. I like that. Um, but yeah, and then when you're there with your two 12-year-old kids and you know that end scene's coming up, and yeah, boy, man, they go from zero to 10 in a hurry. But I kind of explained to them, you know, it's once upon a time in Hollywood. It's the way the fairy tales started, and that's Tarantino's idea of a fairy. But the way, Dave, that... Uh, I heard Parasite was great. I just I didn't get nobody would go see it with me. One, two is it's all uh, it's all subtitles, right? Yeah, I heard Dan talking about it today. Going, well, shit, you're so busy reading everything, and then you're trying to look up, <laughs> see what the fuck the scene is. <laughs> What's up with Renee Zellweger? What the, hell was, what the hell was that speech yeah. all about? Yeah, I'm not a Renee Zellweger fan. All right, so. Uh, real quick, I got three things about the Academy Awards. Because be usually you and I do make predictions. We fucking yeah. forgot. Well, we forgot to make Super Bowl predictions. I never too. saw Joker. I've heard. I never saw thing. Joker. Everyone uh, says extremely disturbing, <laughs> but I yeah. I will see it. Okay, here's the deal. the The best supporting actor was by far the best category. Yeah. Okay. I mean, They're everybody's good. big time, right? You're talking Brad Pitt. You're talking Al Pacino. You're talking Tom Hanks. Why was he supporting actor? I never saw that movie. Dude, who who was the who was the yeah, lead? Who's the, the lead shoe? actor? Yeah, I have, no, I, have no, I have no fucking idea. Okay. Okay, so Joe Pesci, uh, Anthony Hopkins, all those guys. I mean, you're talking big time big studs. Time. It's, it's probably the toughest category I've ever seen. Yep. That was one of the first awards. And they you know, always is, and, every year. Yeah, and you're going, holy fuck, dude. What am I going to sit around for three hours oh, for? This was, this was the big one outside of what wins movie of the year. Um, yeah. So that was crazy. I thought, I'm glad Brad Pitt won. I was yeah. rooting for him. thought he was great. Yeah. Um, when they did the in memoriam, Kobe yeah. Bryant was first. I thought that yeah. was that was a big fucking mistake. You know they should have saved Kobe. Um, it, just my opinion. Yeah, it, it, you know the, there are they a lot didn't of people go alphabetical, right? No, it was all over the fucking place. And um, and, and otherwise, I was saying that, that they needed a host. They they yeah. just they need to bring back guys like Kimmel or whatever else to keep it going. But otherwise, the show sucked. It was terrible. Really boring. Yeah, just it was boring and. I don't know. Maybe it was just a year where you looked at it and the movies that won. You have any interest in Jojo Rabbit? No. You have any interest in Parasite? Uh, Renee Zellweger, are you going to rent Judy tonight? Sure won't. To watch that? Nope. Um, 1917, maybe. Right? That one I'll probably watch when it comes on. Yeah. Um, Irishman, I'm like a lot of people where I went 45 minutes in. and give up? It drags, I didn't mean dude. to, man. It fucking drags. I, I didn't mean to, but I sure haven't been drawn to come back and nah. watch the end of it. No, it, it drags, man, big time. Yeah, and so that that's it. And I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. and I liked it, but I I liked everything about that movie. But, man, I could, watching it back the other night, you go, yeah, I could see why people got bored in it. Yeah, my wife didn't like it. My, my kid and like I liked it. it. Yeah. yeah, Josh and I liked it. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it's whatever. It, it's one of those things where I, usually I, I like the show. There's something about it I like. Yes, yesterday I was disappointed. There in the was show. no sense of anticipation. Yeah. Like there was no nothing that I I couldn't wait to see because, um, I think the other thing is too, 
like all the predictions came true other than best picture. But I think most people felt that Joaquin Phoenix was going to win. Yeah. And then, uh, and Renee Zellweger was going to win. Bad lay Laura Dern was yeah. going to win. Yeah, you're damn right. Would you, would you bang Laura Dern? Yeah, sure. How many drinks? Uh, would I have to give her? Probably 10. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else was up for that? I, Kathy Bates. Wasn't Laura Dern the girl in uh, Mask? Yes. Rocky Dennis when he's feeling her face? Yes. Yeah. Who else was in that? Kathy Bates, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, who are the other nominees in that? I can't even remember now. Yeah. Dude, Kathy Bates, look, she's a great actress, but when she showed up naked and about Schmidt, fuck that, man. I'm done. I don't ever want to see Kathy Bates ever again. You didn't you you didn't think fuck. of that the same way you thought of Phoebe Cates? No. Com- <laughs> completely different. Oh, uh, okay. Completely different. <laughs> Marked and noted. Jesus, dude. Why would she say, <laughs> okay, I'll do it? Why would anybody ask? Yes. Who asked? Who asked her to get naked and get in the fucking jacuzzi with Jack Nicholson? Why? <laughs> Carl DeMaio directed that. Oh, you take that back. <laughs> I'm not endorsing that. Why? Why do that? Yeah, Carl If you didn't never do that. did that and people just knew you from misery, fuck, you would have been a hero. Oh, shit. She, oh God, wasn't she great? She in that? was great. In oh my God, dude, I could watch that movie again. I just saw it last week. It's funny you said that. I just watched with it. misery. Yeah, is she as crazy? Oh my yeah, God, yeah. right? I saw it one time before, never saw it again, and then saw it last week, like in the middle of the night. Yeah, fuck. Dude, she was awesome in that. Goddamn awesome <laughs> in that movie. She was funny as shit in a couple of movies too. I'm yeah. trying to think of like a. Couple she was of- in The Blind Side. Remember, she was oh, the yeah. tutor. She's good. Dude, she's, she's always pretty, been a great actress. I'm telling you, Kathy Bates would be that we talked about going out drinking beers. Yeah. Or going out. Kathy Bates yeah. would be funny as shit. Yeah. Memphis, right? Memphis, Tennessee chick probably likes her whiskey. Yeah. Dude, she if you played the hundred club, Kathy Bates would kill us. <laughs> I'd be done at about fifty two. You'd be done at about thirty seven. Kathy Bates would be like hundred and fourteen. Just going. Hundred shots in a hundred minutes. Oh my oh, god. Oh, she'd kill it. Dude, yeah. she's badass, man. She's That's funny. She, but I didn't she was nominated for what movie? I'm trying to think. I don't even know anymore. I, I honestly I flipped it off. After I saw a Best Supporting Actor, I'd sit there and turn it back yeah. on every now and then. I saw Laura Dern. That's how I knew it. That's why I just said that. But yeah, I was sitting there going back and forth and every goddamn guy, no offense. Ah, fuck it. Well, fuck it. I'm gonna say it. Every guy that brought his daughter as their date for the Academy Awards, holy fuck, dude. Who did that? All of them did. Scorsese, all of them. You're like, God dang it. Is anybody related to anybody that's hot? Fuck. Everyone and their daughters was a train wreck. I'll say it. You guys were all thinking it. Fuck. And you know what never, never has happened to Martin Scorsese? He's never had sweat run into his fucking eyes. Jesus. <laughs> his eyebrows are ridiculous. He's going to the Total T Clinic and shit with fucking Woods. <laughs> his eyebrows are so thick Don't at that you, age. Yeah. Don't you look at those things in the morning and go, we're going to get these things turned down? <laughs> Fuck. Kay Parker's like, what happened <laughs> Kay there? Kay Parker's like, what happened there? I think he said that once a show. I love Kay Parker. <laughs> wow.
wants a show, dude. I love her. She even alive, alive or dead. How come she never comes up oh, on oh my gosh. birthdays uh, and how much she's worth? I don't know. Maybe we just haven't the right day. I gotta, okay, now I got to look it up. Okay. I, God damn it. I almost put something out on Twitter the other day that was so fucking She's fun. alive. 75. Oh, I'd go over there tonight. <laughs> I would go over there tonight. I fucking found the best screen capture and i can't send this anywhere listen to this shit hold on hold on okay let me hear it k parker born in england raised on a healthy diet of sausage and nuts <laughs> yeah. that's what it says under her name where what the fuck uh, pornopedia who <laughs> <laughs> provided the sausage and nuts tom byron John Byron Kitchen. That's that's when you Google K Parker. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, cool. She's she was born in England. Jeff will like that part. I do. I I read the next line: raised on a healthy diet of sausage and nuts. Who the hell wrote that? That's disrespectful. (laughs) So. The other day, I got to tell you this. I I wish I could send this somewhere, and I can't. I absolutely can't. It's Lisa Ann is out at some bullshit club in Philadelphia doing whatever she was doing last week, right? Yeah. And the way my Twitter feed fell is it's Lisa in this dress. It's like a leopard print dress. She looks great. Crazy great. The next thing below it is Kathleen Bade. Yeah. And the line from Kathleen Bade is, you are so great at what you do. (laughs) You're an absolute treasure, and we're all so thankful to know you. And I was like, well, God damn, right? (laughs) Who knew? (laughs) Were you guys ever in a movie together? And I was like, and then... I scroll down and I realize that Kathleen's talking to Deb Hankey, who yes. just left Chopper Eight. But the way I had it lined up, yeah, it started off great and upset. And I did the screen capture. It looks like Kathleen is congratulating yeah. Lisa Ann. That's awesome. But I can't send that out anywhere. No. I can't be like, "Hey, who knew?" <laughs> but I personally found it incredibly hysterical. So. I'll send it to you and uh, Stevie Verissimo. Oh, great. You two guys, I'll send it to. <laughs> You're the only guys, our insider, but that's it. Nobody oh else gosh. gets it. And if I tell you what, if Steve Woods wasn't such a little punk last night about L.A., I would have sent it to him, too. Yeah. But right now he's on probation and will determine by Wednesday <laughs> if he gets to see it. But it lines up so funny, like she's congratulating Lisa. And I, I don't know, I find shit like that so funny. Oh, my gosh. All right. Before we get to how old are they and how much are they worth, and I can't wait to hear your new website idea because I still think the last one you had last week was probably... MilfsWithoutKids.com? No. (laughs) No. CookingWithPornStars.com. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Sloppy Joe's. With Aunt Peg. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right. Here we go. First one to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams is the guy that helped to, would like to help get you into a house. What are you waiting for? Everybody wants to own their own home. How can you do it? It's easier than you think. You got to call Dan Williams. Let him show you the way of how to do it. If you're renting right now, you are losing money, not only losing money month after month, year after year. You're making a big mistake. Call Dan Williams. Get in touch with him. 858-688-6813. 
858-688-6813. Again, Daniel at San Diego, San Diego US. But you read that so now. Dude, I got to get glasses. I, you I don't need know, to get I, something. You got everybody a says pair it, right here. Everybody says it to me all the time. They go, here, throw me those. Yeah, try that. Every, everybody, everybody says that to me. Go, what are you fighting it for? And I said, dude, I don't know. I just don't want to put them on. Yeah, I fought it forever. And then you go, oh, I can actually dude, see. I, no, God dang it. No shit. I can't see. Uh, Dan's book, Borrow Smart, Repay Smart, is so great. And it's really, really important for anybody, especially those of us that plan on being back in the housing market sometime soon. And it was funny, Dave, to me, I tell you guys all the time, I'm pretty open about it, I don't like owing money. Yeah. And hopefully people feel the same way. I hate that people don't seem to care that they owe money. Friday, I had to go in and I had a wheel bearing loose on my car. Really? And I had to go get that fixed. And I have Be a- One of those YouTube videos where that tire hits a guy in the gas station Ooh. and it's yours? <laughs> right? So I have a I have a really great auto repair credit card where you get like six months same as cash. Yeah. And I had just paid that off. And I went in, I told the manager, he goes, Ah, Jeff, your wheel bearing's all jacked up. Look at here. I go, I go, it's unbelievable. I just paid it off. He goes, Oh yeah, we follow you around. We follow you around and as soon as your car's paid off, we find something to bring. <laughs> Which I loved. I found it incredibly funny. But today I have two credit cards. Yeah. I have a Chase credit card. I have a Capital One card. We talk about them on here a lot. And I look at them today, and I go, man, you know what? Uh, okay. Get paid on Friday. Yeah. Get paid again in two weeks. I think if I do this and I do this, both of those cards are really, really close to where I want them to be, which is a really manageable balance. And I go, ha, ah, that's great. And then... I remember that tomorrow we get uh, pre-sale codes for the stones, and I'm fucked. Yeah. And the doors are now going to go on And tour. the doors <laughs> and the Almond Brothers. And I just go, shit. <laughs> my friend Pat Smith said, I can't afford this. <laughs> uh, my favorite line of the last two weeks. Um, but because I follow Dan's strategies, and they really have worked well for me, while my timeline may get a little backed up so I can take my dork kids to see the stones, I know that I can get everything repaid and manageable and that when it's time to buy a house, my credit score will still be bumping up against 800. I will have money in the bank and I will have clear credit. Yep. I highly recommend it for all of you as well. Borrow Smart, Repay Smart is such a good read. And then... How to buy a house with no money down if you're in the military. San Diego Lending.us slash Dave Jeff. Find them all, 858-688-6813. But find yourself the financial freedom because I hate to mention it, but in about two months, taxes are due. And make sure that you are, hey, if you're getting a return, fantastic. But if there's any chance you might have to pay, Make sure that you're on uh, solid ground and ready to go, and Dan can help you get there. After Dan gets you situated and you figure out you can buy that house, don't forget Brian Kerr is your guy. Brian is great, just like all these guys that decide to advertise on the show. We get to know them really well and how they do their job. Proud to say that these guys are fantastic. They're the best in the business. Brian Curry spoke to him three times this weekend alone, talking about how we're going to put our house back up on the market in a couple months. We're talking about which places to look. Brian is so good at what he does. This is what he said. Not what neighborhood do you want to live in, Jeff? Mm -hmm. Hey, give me the streets you want to live on. Yeah. And I'll know exactly before these houses go on the market, basically, and I can see what we can do to get you on the street 
that you've always dreamed on living on. It's just absolutely amazing. Brian's great. Both these guys, tremendous amount of patience. And, and it's not always easy when you're dealing with people where obviously it's a money situation or you're looking for that home, whether you're upsizing or downsizing. Again, selling real estate in San Diego for more than 20 years. He knows San Diego County better than anyone else. Call Brian Curry at 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. You know, Dave, I, I love what you just said about picking your street because it's really simple to say, hey, I'd like to go to Encinitas or I'd like to go to La Mesa or I'd like to go to San Marcos or anywhere else. But for any of those communities, there's a part of town that you want to live in and there's a part of town where not as bad, Yeah. but there are just areas that are nicer than the others. And that is a guy that knows what he's doing. When you pinpoint it to the exact location and if he's not able to get you on Main Street, then he's going to get you on First Street or Second Street, whatever it takes so that you're in that neighborhood. But I love it. Brian's like, oh, hell no. We're putting you right there on Main Street. Find that house that meets your budget. I'm so thrilled. I told you I have a buddy of mine who lives out of state, and he is going through his final walkthrough. And I've talked to him a bunch of different times over the last few weeks. One incredible, exciting time. And for any of us that have been fortunate enough to have our financial situation play out where we had the wherewithal to buy a house, it's great. And Brian can help you get there. Now, are you going to buy the $50 million house in La Jolla? Uh, maybe not. But you can sure find a place that's going to fit your budget, fit your lifestyle, a safe place to call home each and every night. Give Brian a call and start that process today. Absolutely. Alan Taylor's your guy for that perfect pool. Taylor made pools again, more than 20 years in San Diego. Taylor made pools can make the perfect pool for you. Whether it's a full remodel, a brand new pool, commercial or residential, new equipment and repairs. He does it all. Don't forget right now it's February. It's a little bit chilly. Guess what? Before you know it, it's going to be warm. It's San Diego. Most days are perfect. You're going to wish you had that pool in your backyard waterfalls, grotto slides, turn your backyard into a staycation resort. Make sure you call Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pool, 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452. Tell you what, it was rainy, foggy, drizzly this morning, and I don't know where you guys spent your Monday afternoon, but I spent it in Carlsbad. I was out in about at 2 o'clock this afternoon, and it was insane how perfect the weather was, like, perfect and last night out with my kids at five o'clock and the thing that we noticed was even though it had started to get cloudy and was starting to drizzle a little bit man it was still light out yeah it was still light out and it wasn't dark at five o'clock and two weeks i think we're two weeks from saturday is march 1st we're that quick uh that we're the spring is going to be here and spring will be here and summer will be here have you made that call to Alan Taylor? Have you talked to him about the perfect pool for your backyard? Because, man, we were watching uh, Pebble Beach, the AT&T. Yeah. And I said to my kids, you know what, man? Maybe we'll take a look at going into Monterey this summer. The fuck we will. <laughs> God damn. Everything you do, whether it's the gas or hotel, entertainment, all everything has gone up. Why not just do the right thing and have that tailor-made pool built in your backyard and you no longer have to worry 
about going out of town, you can have the perfect vacation right in that perfect backyard. Absolutely. And also, Kyle Fluker, don't forget the perfect website for you just around the corner. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Had somebody stop me today and ask me about jakesprojects.org, which yeah. was really cool that they even asked me about it. And also, don't forget about our site, daveandjeffshow.com. Well, we are going to bring uh, Cooking with Porn Stars <laughs> And what we're going to have is a beautiful pasta dish that's going to have a little bit of fresh ground pepper. And who better to help us make that than the Hall of Famer herself, Jeannie Pepper. Can't wait for that. <laughs> and Sloppy Joe's with Nina Hartley. <laughs> going to be awesome. And then uh, what do we have? Girls that can't say no? Yes. And that would be that. a big one. Uh, MILFs with tanlines.com, MILFs without kids, and honor my friend Tim Griffin.com. <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be exciting. So many different passwords to learn. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. All right, here we go. Okay. How old are they and how much are they worth? I'm all over the place on this one a little bit because February is a weird month. There aren't many birthdays except on February 8th was just a hotbed. So we're going right. to use February 8th, but we're also, I'll give you the one for today, for February 10th. And there's one major one. It's Jennifer Aniston. I like Jennifer Aniston. Everybody likes her until they sleep with her. And then they break there's up with no her. There's no proof of that. I'm just saying, if she was 48. a good lay, she would keep guys around. 48. Vince Vaughn dumped her. Oh, boy. Brad Pitt dumped her. Yeah, I said she's yeah. 48. She's not. She's 50. Is she really? Yep, she's 50. Wow. How much is she worth? Oh, damn, dude. Damn. $120 million. Ah, $220 million. No shit. Yep. You know what's interesting to me about her is she seems cool. Everything. She, she, yeah, she's great looking. She seems cool yeah, as shit. Very cool. Whenever you hear like Jimmy Kimmel and Howard Stern talk about going places, yeah. how they always say they get killed by a paparazzi, they said, man, when you're with her, it's a oh, whole other level. Helicopters, you know, all over. Yeah. BC up there looking down with you and the... <laughs> Jeff, you got the camera, buddy? Where are we at there? Over. Looking for it right now, BC. <laughs> Doctor. Uh, it's awesome. A lot of people think we're up here being pervs. No, we're not. We're here supporting her cause, feeding the needy in Los Angeles. Part of what we do is good guys over. <laughs> you don't get guys over? Is that what you do? What? That's what you said. What'd I say? <laughs> you get guys over. No, we're here. We're supporting the needy. We're doing great things. We're not pervs over. <laughs> we're not pervs over. <laughs> you, you didn't say, oh, not not oh, sure if my uh, wife's divorce attorney listens to this, BC. <laughs> Got to remember on uh, on the up and up. Over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, let me hear. It. February tenth, uh, Laura Dern. Lord, I swear it's to her God, birthday. I, I just said Laura Kane. No, Laura like Dern. that fucking maniac. Laura Dern. 56. 52. Ah, damn. That's what I'm saying. 50, 52. 31 million. 12 million, it says. Ah, she's worth more than that. It's, it's the only one I got. All right, February 8th. Here we go. I got a few of them for you. Okay. We're going to go. You'll like a couple of these. Clay Thompson. 
Your kid's a big fan. Oh, yeah. Clay Thompson, I think, just turned 30. Exactly right. And he is worth $140 million. $168 million. Wow. All right. Wrestler, big show. A big show. Uh, 48. Exactly right. I don't know how much he's worth. I couldn't find it. Uh, the okay. big show is 48. Vince Neal. Vince Neal. Yes, you'll like these next two. 57. 59. 59. God damn. Uh, 20 million? Yes, he's worth a lot more than I thought. 50 million. Wow. Did he write those songs? <laughs> don't know. I mean, I, he must have, right? I, I'd go drink at the high dive with yeah. Vince Neal or at the whiskey. I saw a porn with him in it once. With you did? Uh, yeah, with uh, Janine Lindemuller. She's all tattooed out now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of yes in there. Hey, that's a lot of yeah, yeah, yes there, buddy. You like Janine? Over? Not that much out of the tats, BC, but hey, she'd probably be a lot of fun to Chico Club. Got it? Over. <laughs> all right. This one's sad. It's Gary Coleman. He Gary died in Coleman, 2010. Dead. Yeah, I know. I just said he died in 2010. Died in 2010. If he was alive, he would be 53. 52. 52. How much is he worth? Uh, 448 bucks. Dude, not not far off. It's really sad, dude. 75,000. Shit. Yeah. 75 grand. That little shit needs to call. Uh... <laughs> Jesus Christ. That little shit. <laughs> Jeez, man. A uh, little, little break up here. Must be an IB, huh? That little shit should have called Dan Williams over. <laughs> Dan's new book, Borrow a Little, Repay a Little. Easy. Oh, okay. Uh, I call him little shit. I'm the devil. Fine. All right, who else we got? Fuck, that's it. That's it? That's all I got. I got Michael, Michael B. Jordan. When's his birthday? His birthday was yesterday. That's a good one. 36? 33. Uh, $80 million? It says 10. It has no to be worth way. 10. Dude, that guy's you can get got more, more than money. that. Right? He's great. He, yeah, I agree with that. Like that dude. It's a shame that his name is Michael Jordan. I mean, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, fuck, yeah. dude. He had to use the goddamn initial, but it's ridiculous. Like Michael J. Fox. There's some actor out there, part yeah. of SAG, named Michael Fox. Well, I think it's better for him. He could be Michael B. Jordan instead of being like, Michael B. Moore. Yeah. That idiot. <laughs> All right, we're done. We've been talking for like an hour and a half. All right, we're out of here. We will be back a Wednesday night. Don't forget, you can email us. No chance. We're going to read it. Uh, JP dots at the Yahoo Dave Palais at Gmail. That's also where to send information. Uh, if you'd like to sponsor the show, we'd yep. love to hear from you. And I know everybody has signed up for the newsletter. And personally, I laugh every time. But I do like that. So, Dave, why don't you write a newsletter tomorrow, and I'll see you back here Wednesday you got night. It. Absolutely. I'll work on it. See you guys. Smile.
my life.